0: These. 6-7 Minnesota Vikings after their hold-on-tight win over the Pittsburgh Steelers last Thursday are five-and-a-half point favorites at the Chicago Bears. Monday night football, Chicago 4-9, and nine, just 2-4 at Soldier Field this year, and we'll have the game. You'll hear the boom of PA. Paul Allen, voice of the Minnesota Vikings, at about 7-15, and he joins us now for our weekly Vikings views here on Fox Sports 98.1. Thanks to our friends at Pfeiffer's Implement, Plastic Surgery Associates of SD.com, and And Midco Sports, PA COVID protocol list, big part of all of sports right now. Frankly, all of of life, big spikes. The Bears have, at the moment, on Friday, 12 players, and then all three of their coordinators on the protocol list. And even without all of this, considering the spots, where these teams are at right now, uh, how much does it matter when the Vikings are playing the Bears, as much as anything? And good afternoon.
1: And. Boom! Monday Night Football, greatly impacted by the coving clipping penalty, is in the air. Yes, on the John Gaskins KFA and Minnesota Vikings radio network. Um, it uh, it's all over the place. You're right. Uh, Bell Center. Uh, for a Montreal Canadiens game uh, last night, they had no fans. Uh, so they've they've gone to no fans. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if some NFL teams uh, begin cutting their crowds in the later stages of the season. I ain't saying it's going to happen, but if it does, I wouldn't be surprised. And um, and you know, it it honestly, if Justin Fields plays. He's a 57% guy. If you put him in second and third and long, Justin doesn't like that. Um, He definitely is a one read guy. And if his first read is not open, uh, then he looks to run Uh, when he looks to run. If you miss him, you're in trouble. Uh, He is a very talented, skilled guy. You can see that even with the inept nature of the bears offense around him. Uh, So I think Justin's going to be a very good quarterback one day. Uh, Just hopefully it's not this day on Monday night football. You know, from a Viking standpoint, they won't have uh, Alexander Madison uh, due to the COVID clipping penalty. kane Wong-Wu uh, should get some extensive backup reps. And uh, we just signed Wayne Gallman, so he'll probably be in uniform. Wayne's pretty good, too. I like him. Uh, but, um, but overall, these games against the Bears, you can handicap them however you want, Johnny. And they never work out per the handicapping. Uh, so it's going to be a meat grinder. Why wouldn't it? They all are.
0: Yeah, well, I, I bring up the sore spot of 16 of 20 wins for the Bears at home against the Vikings in the last 20 meetings there. The Vikings did win last year with no crowd. Uh, so it's an evergreen every year question. How valid is that? Is that history, that stat? The um,
1: Well, see, the Bears, you know, they – They play a brand of football, man. David Montgomery's a little nicked up, but, you know, I think the Vikings at least are counting on him playing. Um, You know, Montgomery got us – for i think he got us for like 123 or 146 last year and in 2019 he got us for a buck and change against a bunch of backups but you still got to get out there and do it uh montgomery's been tricky uh their running game has been tricky for zimmer's defense uh x amount of years and that's how they're going to play zimmer zimmer said on x's and o's this week um, that the team that runs the ball better will win the game. Uh, it's the Windy City. We get it, but there are expected to be uh, some significant wins at times during the game. It's going to be cold. So I don't know if that's going to minimize or limit the opportunity for Kirk to get J.J. deep. Uh, but if, if there's not much wind and you can throw the ball and they protect Kirk, uh, with, with their secondary, the way the Bears secondary is working out right now, I mean, they – Honestly, they, they have guys playing back there that are reminiscent of the 2020 Vikings, <laughs> you know, when, when they lost a bunch of a uh, bunch of their good players and, and they just can't cover. So it's I, I'm not I haven't even started my game calling depth chart yet because I don't want to write a bunch of stuff down for the game call and then just have to cross it out because, you know, the players aren't playing because of COVID. It's weird.
0: Yeah, it is Friday, and we have an extra day to wait for the game so that a lot could change. He's the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, here on our Vikings Views. Fox Sports 98.1, your home of the Vikings in Sioux Falls. and. Look, there's also, with the Bears, the ankle injury of Akeem Hicks, but he might pop back on Monday night. He's been a bit of a nightmare for the Vikings. And when you talk about being able to run the ball, how much, and just in general, move the ball, uh, how much of an effect would he have should he play?
1: See, you know, it's interesting you say that. Now, I expect um, Akeem Hicks to play, and he's been problematic for the Vikings and everybody else all of his career. Uh, Their nose tackle, Eddie Goldman, when he's played and he might play, um, he's killed us. And they, they got this, um, they got this backup guy who's starting named Bilal Nichols. And he's also hurt us. He's an interior guy now, but, but see, here is the cliched fly in the proverbial ointment is they are talent void at a lot of spots. And, and with, uh, with, with the, with the COVID situation, their depth, which is bad in the first place, is being stretched, and, and Khalil Max out for the season. So with that said, you know, I think like Detroit Lions, all right? The, the Lions lack depth, and they were talent-stricken uh, in a lot of spots. But they play hard every single down, and they love their coach, Dan Campbell. When, when I watch Bears games, and things start to get a little dicey, then the the effort or lack thereof I think can come into question and I'm not sure they like their coach because they know he most likely won't be here next year yeah so those that's the dichotomy between those two teams who are very much the same right now but the Lions just go tooth and nail with every single play
0: another x-factor on the Vikings defense would be Eric Kendricks and if he plays or not how much of an impact would that have on the Bears chances of winning
1: Uh, If he doesn't play, I think it's big uh, because they want to run. Montgomery is a between-the-tackles guy, and um, he's not an edge guy. They don't, like, run him up the middle and then have him do Adrian Peterson cutback stuff. Um, So if Kendricks doesn't play – now you got Barr, Nick Vigil, and Blake Lynch and or Troy die. Uh but but you know, Lynch was inactive last game. So it, it's the the COVID situation and injuries and everything at this stage of the year, it's just making things so problematic to to analyze and handicap things. But no Eric Hendricks, generally speaking, is no good.
0: Hey, the final thing I'll tee up for you is a discussion you and Paul Charchian had on your show this morning, and that is how much do you agree with the Vikings past defense, particularly the cornerbacks outside of Patrick Peterson, has to do with uh, the seven losses, these close games, the, the kind of the, the, the sieve that can be the Vikings defense, latent halves or in games
1: well the whole thing plays into it i mean it's part of it for sure you know you got players who haven't played that well in big spots like cam dansler at ford field when i mean he just completely got lost on on the uh, on the kid who won the game uh, Armin rob st. brown so that's unacceptable you know you've had uh, you've had offensive woes where we've gone quarters without getting first downs or scoring touchdowns. Uh, you've had offensive line penalties. You you um, you've had Dalvin drop the ball in overtime at Cincinnati. Uh, you've had Jefferson run bad routes, even though he's elite. You know, he's played into some things not working the right way. Feeling uh, is injured Irv Smith's out for the year. So, I mean, in the ultimate team game, man, every it, it all complements each other it's the secondary is not as bad as pro football focus wants to make it look Hmm. because without Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin, you ain't going to get the rush that you normally would get. So yes, that will impact the corners. So it, it all, there's not one thing where you can pin or pinpoint why something is bad or good with the Vikings. It's a middling team that can win every game the rest of the year and can lose every game the rest of the year. And that's the end of the equation. Will they win the meat grinder in Chicago? I'd like to say yes. I mean, I got them about 54% winning, 46% no. Um, I'm really concerned about Fields running. And, um, and you know, with Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin, uh, granted they're fantastic pass rushers and both very good against the run, uh, but what's underrated with them is something called keeping contain, where they they're, they are able to rush in a way they don't let quarterbacks get wide. Now think game two, Kyler Murray, and he could not get outside for the first two and a half quarters of the game because Daniel Hunter would not let him outside. Um, and and you know I'm not saying DJ Waddum, Willikis, Jones, Richardson, whomever can't do it. They ain't as good as uh, they ain't as good as uh, Daniel and Everson. So I'm worried about Fields running in this game, and, and actually significantly worried. All right.
0: Well, safe travels to Chicago. Good luck with COVID protocols. The traveling party has to go through, and we'll talk next Friday.
1: God bless you, brother, and good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon. Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings, brought to us each and every week by our friends at Vifers Implement, Plastic Surgery Associates of SD.com, and Midco Sports. Vikings-Bears, 6 o'clock pregame, seven fifteen kick right here on your home for the Vikings in Sioux Falls. Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN. For Paul Allen, I'm John Gaskins. We'll talk next week on another Vikings Views.